Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. Say my name, say my name. You are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one with 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 And call him in baby. What's big, sweetie? What's big, sweetie? Cause uh, they said the Chanel be Renaissance. Yeah, upper body. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yeah, upper body. <laughs> I'm Freddie. I'm the real. And this bitch again doesn't have his phone on vibrate. It's fine. No respect. So. I think we should just go ahead and get started. I came up with uh, a segment that I think we should start doing called Church Announcements. Um, just to like brief stuff that I want to bring up um, at the beginning of the episode, just to get it out the way. Um, and I don't go to church. So do they do like church announcements at the end yeah, of the they, service? Or they the do beginning? church announcements like right after the first song that the choir sing. It's like prayer song usually. And then they do church announcements. Okay, so we pray and then y'all heard the intro. And then now church announcements. Um, At the time you're hearing this, it's Father's Day. So happy Father's Day, I guess. Happy belated Father's Day. Um, So, do, so you remember on the last episode, we was talking about Diddy and Cassie, right? Mm-hmm. So just I just I just want to read this tweet that I found after we put the episode out. Thanks a lot, sweetie. Um, her name is Miss Iconic on Twitter. She said Cassie did it the right way. Yeah, Diddy played with her, but she played it smart. She was with that man her whole twenties. She traveled, ate, went to fancy shit all on his dime, and when she was ready to settle down for real, for real, found her man and got pregnant. I said that. Yeah, I think you did say that. I you agree. You trying to tell me I was wrong. I didn't. I don't remember saying that. I don't recall. But like I said, she knew the whole ten years of dating him. Bitch, I'm not getting the baby out of this, but I can get some money and I can get some trips and I can get some diamonds and some other shit. Yeah. Um. Also, we weren't able to record or put an episode out um in time for the third anniversary of the post nightclub shooting. So, rest in peace to those 49 individuals that we lost in Orlando three years ago. Also, sad news. We posted this on our page. Body of gay teen who disappeared after grinder date found at the bottom of the lake. Yeah, that really bothered me. That's why I don't use these dating apps because it's just like... Bitch, I don't know who I meet up with in real life. It's different if I've seen you outside before a couple times. We chit-chatted before. That's another reason why I don't let motherfuckers in my house also. Because it's like, what? Yeah, that was pretty sad. And the picture of him, I don't know his name. Uh, but he looks pretty young. Yeah. 
I think he was like 18. Uh, don't quote me on it though Yeah that's extremely sad But that's also why I don't do hookup apps Not only am I just like too awkward To just like randomly meet up with somebody And be like okay let's do this Like I'm like people shy I don't like meeting new people at all Sad though He was coming to pick me up and was on Jack But okay Girl fuck you Um. Also we lost another black trans woman uh, by the name of Zoe Spears She was murdered in Prince George County, Maryland So rest in peace to her We gotta, we gotta do more for our We gotta chill on this violence as a whole, as a whole though. Yeah But especially on black trans women Because they are the least protected And um, people don't care about their cases Yeah, basically I think uh, to me, I feel like the police don't care about nobody cases because I had a situation where something perspired and like the person was arrested and things, but they were let out of jail the same night. And, you know, the police never got back to me about my situation. And I just was like, oh, so y'all let this person out the same night. Good thing it wasn't nothing deep because this motherfucker could have came and killed me for getting them arrested. But, you know, it's life. Also, this is the third episode. We I don't think we explained what was the true purpose of this podcast. So, just very quickly, I just wanted to say that um, she's transitioning. That I, I I'm absolutely pushing the gay agenda on this po- podcast, but that's not the purpose of the podcast. I I I listen to podcasts a lot. But I found that with a lot of podcasts, they weren't talking about the shit that I wanted to hear people talk about. So I was like, why don't I just start my own shit and just start talking about the shit that I want to hear about the people that I care about? I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to do a pop culture podcast where we're bashing celebrities, which those are entertaining. I listen to them, but like we gonna I don't want to talk wanna... about black cocks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, but I, I'm not into bashing celebrities. I might do that on Twitter occasionally, but I'm not gonna put that on my platform that I'm gonna make money off of. That's not what I'm here to do, baby girl. And then you know, I found Darrell on the streets, wandering around looking for food and change. So I was like, why not do a podcast and let's talk about shit Bitch, together? I will throw this fucking glass <laughs> at you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's the purpose of the podcast The gay agenda, the black agenda The human agenda The upper body agenda Your upper body Sweetie What's big? Um, and really quick If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts Please rate, review, and subscribe That helps us get seen in the app store um, Rate and review us on whatever you're listening to us on. We are on Apple. We are on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We are We are on, what else are we on? I feel like I'm missing one. Christian Mingle. Christian BGC, Mingle, BGC. Jack. I think I'm going to start uploading this to YouTube too so we can, I guess, people who want to watch a blank screen on YouTube because we don't do um, video. Even though Darrell, somebody asked Darrell why we don't do video, but... At least not yet. Maybe, I don't know, some other time. Maybe down the land. Um, and since it's Pride Month, we two weeks down. So we got two more, two basically two more episodic weeks of Pride Month. 
And I want to I want to do like pride FYI. So I have a pride FYI moment from a trans comedian by the name of let me get, make sure I get her name right because I saw this oh, video. Yeah, yeah, the fuck out of me, that video. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Uh it was it was pretty funny. A trans comedian, she goes by the name of Jada Black Beauty on Twitter. I think her her name is Jada Tahiri. Um she's a comedian and she posted this video and um it's pretty pretty poignant. It says a lot about the month. So check it out. First of all, I want to say happy pride to everybody in the LGBT community. But we're going to talk about people in the black community. They always got to overlook, you know, the drug dealer nephew. Or they got to always overlook Uncle Jerome, bitch, who touched the children and stuff while they go to sleep. You know, they always got to go to, you know, Shirley Grandbaby a little. You know, and, 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 and had it. You know, her, her, her son, he, he got the titties and the booty. I don't understand that transformer stuff. You know, because in the Bible, they say... Bitch, in the book of Mind Your Motherfucking Business, chapter 1, verse number 2. Thou shall mind their business, or bitch, they should get bopped in their fucking head, bitch. So next month, I mean next month, next week we will have, I guess, our final Pride FYI since we missed the first two weeks to do this shit. I'm telling y'all, this show is ghetto as fuck. I don't even know why y'all listening to this shit right now. Trash. Um, so let's get into the topics that I want to talk about today. Um, so Chris Brown, I wanted to talk about this. <laughs> Chris Brown is back on his Chris Brown shit. Just being, I love it. Um, just being, uh, I don't, that's not cute. I love it. That is not cute. So anyway, if you don't I'm know, Chris, the drama. Chris Brown used to date this girl named Karuchi. And until until From maybe Claus, if y'all trying to figure and I, out yeah and I just want to say like until like a couple years ago I was not giving her her respect I was calling her crusty crab ketchup um, calamari you know but I saw that she but was you taking spell calamari with a K though I was I was disrespecting her in any way that I could. But until recent, until okay. until I saw that she was like doing shit on her own, and she actually left Chris Brown alone, and she was taking her career seriously, I was Honestly, like, a lot of these say her name. It breakup, matters. A lot of these celebrity girls after breakups, you know, find a way to still be known. And no shade, Chris Brown gave her a good platform because we did not yeah. know about her before him. And she given. took it and ran with it and got away from his ass. So good for you, Karuchi. It was given. She's Who on Claws. Yeah, she's she's on Claws, which is a good show. Yeah. I haven't seen the Me the new season yet, it, but, but yeah, I'm, I love Claws. I gotta catch up. Um, you so, like getting Claws? Maybe. So Karuchi is dating. Um, what's this man named Victor? It's the fan ass basketball player. That's all I know. Victor Victor Cruz. I feel like is that is that his name? Was that a porn star name? Bitch, that sounds like somebody that work at my job. So Victor Cruz posted a photo of him and Karuchi, and the caption says, "Been missing my little ratchet boo, my little ratchet boo, the Queen Virginia. Happy I get to see her." Tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, Virginia is the character she plays on Claws. Um, so Chris Brown commented, commented, um, no shade, boo, but please style him. He looked like he's shopping in a mannequin. Bitch, and he said no shade. Shopping off the mannequin and trying to bargain with the sales manager. Retired wrestler Spanx. I'm fucking around. Good bless. He said good bless. Um, he meant God bless. Um, 
shout out to Spellcheck and failing us again. He went on to say, nothing bad or major. Upgrade him, sis. I'll take him around and style him. Not hate. He just needs some game spirit. Peace, love, and joy. Just please upgrade your man, boo. So I just felt like that was some real hater shit for him to do. First of all, you on this man page. And he ain't even got nothing to do with you. Yeah, and he did not only leave one comment, but he left. He left possible. like five. I mean, it was funny, but it's just still like, uh, Chris Brown, you gotta chill. And he posted on his story after that. A person that really care about you gonna show it even on bad terms. That is true. That is true. I disagree. No, that's true because. I mean, I agree. I was just being asked. Because. I got into a situation and uh, me and this person, we was not talking. We had just got through arguing during the, during the week. And I said, hey, it was like four o'clock in the morning. Hey, I'm in the hospital. They came there. Congratulations. Oh, okay. Pick me up. Cuddle me after leaving the hospital and all that. He was trying to get hospital bussy? No, we went home after that. And he got some hospital bussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, my head was hurting too bad. Um, I don't know. I think that's really lame. I would never comment to, comment on my ex's new boo's shit. I wouldn't either. And it's clear that Karuchi probably had him blocked. Because why he ain't comment on her page? Because in my opinion, I feel like it would show like to the ex that you're jaded. Not that you're happy, but that you're jaded. Yeah, like move on. I've moved on. You see me here with my man, and you out here He's with quote unquote moved on too, though. Not with a delinquent baby mama. It also keyed me the fact that P Diddy did a shout out for um, Cassie, and that shit is weird to me too. I feel like he doing he was doing it to be funny though. I feel like he was doing it just to keep people from thinking that he was sad about her moving on. Yeah, basically. Because for me, I, I first of all, if I'm following you, it's kind of it's like a trick to it. I'm not even following like my exes. It's me though because it's like you went from being sad about Kim Porter to continuing to be sad to now all of a sudden you have a girlfriend. To oh now I want to give my ex girlfriend a shout out for being pregnant and happy. It's like okay, what are you doing? I think he's just trying to put up a game face. But I mean, either way, I don't care. I'm not commenting on my ex's shit. Period. Unless I'm cool, but I wouldn't be like buddy buddy enough with my ex to be like commenting on their yeah, shit. Because if I'm still cool with them like that, that means I still fuck with them. Basically. And I don't fuck with none of my exes. Facts. Or the people I used to talk to. There, nice. Now, I will say, somebody I used to talk to posted a shirtless selfie on the gram today, and I was like, I might need to slide back in these DMs and get my feelings hurt. But that leads me to, well, first of all, let me just say, Chris Brown claims he was hacked. He said, people going out their way, leaving, leave them people alone and stop creating unnecessary drama. Whoever's been DM. He didn't say DMing. He said, DM any of my followers or commenting as me is lame as fuck. I'm not buying that hacking shit in 2019 on Beyonce's internet. I'm just not doing it. Nobody's getting hacked and spelling mannequin wrong and spelling God wrong. Nobody's doing that. So I just I just want to know, what is the craziest thing you've done to an ex? 
Darrell, the microphone is on you. Woo! I don't even know what to pick. There's more than one instance of you being a psychotic asshole? Yeah. Wow. Shocking. It was this one boy I was dating. He was CEO at the time. And uh, he caught himself trying to break up with me. And I told him, basically, um, you know that I know all of your information regarding your address that you stay with. Your address, you know, the home that you stay in with your mother that doesn't know about you. I said I will send her every fucking video clip in my phone. Oh my goodness. And text message. If you ever think that you can play with my motherfucking feelings again. That is pretty bad. Then. Oh, there's more. I showed up at an ex job before. Well, now was he your ex at that's but that is was he your ex at the time or were y'all just like going through something? Nah, we was done talking. So what the fuck you pop up at his job for? He was done talking, but I wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to talk. So the time I could catch you was on the clock. So I hope you know, niggas might be listening to this and like I'm never fucking with the real. Again, like I said in the second episode. It was your past. Some of the stuff I say on here don't be true. So you making this up? No, I'm not. So what the fuck you say that for? I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm crazy as fuck. I'm a Scorpio. Yikes. And Scorpios, you know. Scorpios are overly sexual. Is. Um, Overprotective. Don't play, bitch. The, the main thing I know about Scorpios is them being overly sexual. And me, I like, you know, sexual things. But, like, Scorpios, they just be, like, they be on it all the time. And I be like, can we read a book? <laughs> can we take a break? I Fuck don't want to be Fuck freaky the all the time. Like, my freak number is, like, an 11, at 11 out of 10. But, like, my drive is, like, a 1 out of 10. I don't be wanting to do it all the time, but when I do it, I want to do everything, and I want it to be the most raunchy, nastiest shit ever, but not seven days a week. 365 days of the, the year. The craziest thing I ever did to an ex, like somebody that I was done talking to, was email them. <laughs> Bitch. You know how you get blocked and it's like, oh, you blocked me? So I'm just going to message you on Instagram. Go to Instagram. Oh, you blocked me on Instagram. Okay, so I'm just going to email you and then I'm just going to get this off your chest. And I'm pretty sure I probably got blocked from sending that email to him. Yeah. When my exes used to stop talking to me and block me on everything, I used to call them private. And if they asked, I used to kind of like leave a voicemail. That'll get them. Hey. That'll teach them a lesson. And I'm about to start doing what my motherfucking grandma used to tell me when I was little. Oh my god. If you want to get a person attention, write they ass the letter. That's some old shit. Ain't nobody read no letter. No. She said nine times out of ten, it's gonna be a strong possibility that they're gonna be eager to know what was said. If they don't check it the first day they get it, one day they gonna read it. Okay. Well, I, 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 well, I emailed the nigga because he liked the email niggas, which is to me is weird, and that's probably why we haven't gotten no questions to the email because people are like, who the fuck emails? 
Yeah. Which is fine, but this is for the show. But I'm uh, Freddie's he, the grandma. He's he emailed like he was an emailer, so I knew he would have read my email. And I, my first. So you sent it to his job email? No, to his like personal email. Oh, okay. I don't even know if he had a job email. Ooh. The craziest thing I ever did to somebody that I was like with, and we hadn't like technically broken up yet. Was send him a picture of this pregnancy test. Was pop up at his house. And I don't do pop-ups. I don't like when people pop up on me. I don't pop up on nobody. I ain't being crazy. That's just checking to see if everything's okay. But, like, he, we had got into it before I went to work. And then I was mad about it all day at work. I kid you not. That's the worst. And to then, get into an argument with somebody you dated before you have to go into a shift at work. Yeah. Because then your day be fucked up. But then I was like, he wasn't, like, answering my calls or nothing. So I was like, I'm going to drive over there. And I had been drinking. I was like, I'm driving over there. And we're going to settle this right now. I get to the door. I'm punching in the code for the door. I know it's going straight to his phone. So he's not answering. I'm like, oh, this is going. Oh, he got it. He got somebody else up I'm there. I'm sorry, but how tall was the fence? There wasn't no fence to jump. The door, the gate was open. But you got a buzz in the door. I would have found my way. I would have had to go to the back door and climb the gate or something. Um... So I'm like, he's really ignoring me. So I went, I ended up going home. I cried all the way home. I was like, why the fuck am I crying? But I was drunk. So as soon as I get home, he called me back like, um, I was asleep. Girl, you got me fucked up. I know you want to sleep. You got me fucked all the way up. I drove back over there like a W though. And um, we exchanged a few words and <laughs> I spent the night. Period. And you know the wrong sex be the best sex. Well, we didn't even have sex. I'm just thinking that though. I wanted to though, cause I wanted I, I wanted it to be the last time so I could break up with him. Oh, I remember I had the last time sex before. Going to details. I feel like I feel like you need that last time sex though. But I didn't get it with this person that I'm talking about. And that's what kind of hurt me, too. Aside from the fact that this same person is the person that ghosted me. I don't know if I mentioned that on the previous episode. But I wanted one last encounter. And not because it was that good, but I just wanted it. I'm going to pay it. (laughs) You got any more crazy scenarios you want to get off your chest? Child, it's too many. It's too many. I even threatened somebody to come to their job, and if they wasn't at work that day, to come to their grandma's house. Cause you, you know niggas love their grandma. You going to jail, jail? Um, switching gears. Does anyone speak people like talking about Wendy Williams? I love Wendy Williams. And I her- thought that was so sad. How like. That that publicist was trying to get to force her to talk about Kevin in the car with her new man. I mean, but that's what they do. Yeah, but then it was like, and that's what she do. That's why she wasn't really mad about it. She started crying. Yeah, but she was. But in the video, she was like, um, "I I would tell you to respect our privacy, but I don't respect people's privacy, so it's fair game." Yeah. So she wasn't really know, mad about I it, but you could tell she was still. She's is still broken up about yeah. how. I don't know, because I think about that sometimes, like, you know, being a person that, you know, like, do radio, and then, like, I think about my real life, like, I'm talking about people and shit, whether it's bad or good, 
And then when it comes to me and people want to talk about me and ask me questions and stuff that may hurt my feelings or may not hurt my feelings, it's like, damn, I can't handle this, but I ain't thinking about what these people think at the time when I'm talking about them. But um, she had a new boo in her car and... That looked the fuck good. From the shadows of how, however he looked. Out the car, he looks good, too. Oh, I didn't see. Uh, show me a picture. He um, is apparently 27. He's an ex-convict. <laughs> yes, I love So, him. she got her some young gangster dick. And I just, I just feel like, why the fuck not? Why not go get you the biggest, baddest, dang, most dangerous dick you can get to help you rebound a little bit? Even though I do disagree with people... Moving on too soon after dating, I just feel like Mommy Jesus just take a how break. Wendy got her groove back. But I mean, she was married for twenty plus years, so like, oh yeah, he looked like he'd be choking her during sex. I love it. Bitch yeah, choke slap me, <laughs> body slap me, break my bones. How how soon is too soon to just be moving on? Cause she did. I don't. I don't think the divorce shit came out until like what March. You April? know, honestly, I always ask myself that too. But you have some people that know when their relationship is coming to an end. So if they feel mm-hmm. like their relationship is coming to an end, they just preparing themselves for any day. If this motherfucker gets up and say, on today, Sunday, that he's done with me, I've been preparing myself since seven months ago. So, I feel like she probably knew what was going on. Yeah. Back in October when she finished. Yeah. I, I feel like she been new. And she always say on her show, like, the wife always knows something. Yeah, just like the mamas always know. Yeah. So, she definitely already knew. It probably just took her a while to process it. And plus, like, she's worth, like, $60 million. You can't just, like, walk out of that. You got to ease on up out of that so you won't lose too much of your money. Basically. Because she's going to have to give him something when they get divorced. Even though she's the woman. she's She has this, most of the money and they don't have a prenup. This fucking drink is the devil right now. Because I feel like my body doing some stuff that it shouldn't be doing. Um, like getting ready to involuntarily text one of your niggas. No, like I just feel like my body is like not sitting on the side of me right now. You barely drank that glass, Darrell. That's this drink is treacherous. And I'm I'm the light drinker of this well, you have to of think this about duo. It. I have smoked some weed too. Oh God, you're out of control. By the way, y'all, I'm drinking that. Capriccio. Yeah, that they was calling the thigh juice that I had. You forget everything that you did the same day. Wake up the next morning like, bitch, what I want to try the white bottle. Yeah, they said too. that one was worse. Yeah. <laughs> After we finish recording today, we're going to go buy the white bottle and let you guys know how it goes. Um, And then we're going to go run a train on a couple of niggas. Period. Um, niggas love trains. Choo-choo. Lay me out. I want to talk about some a little dark domestic violence. Domestic violence and same-sex relationships. <coughs> so I saw a video on Twitter. Did you see this? I did too, with the two emojis over the face. Yes, of these two boys. You want to know what's so crazy? Mm-hmm. Somebody that I was talking to before posted that video. 
And I'm going to read you my reply. Basically because the boy in the video is getting beat up. Because mm-hmm. the boy is basically telling him, I told you from the beginning. If you knew that you was going to play with me, leave me the fuck alone or get beat the fuck up. Okay. And the boy played him. And what happened? He got beat the fuck up. Bitch, I know what you was doing yesterday. I know exactly what the fuck you was doing yesterday. Why the fuck you play with me, ho? Huh? Why you play with me? Why you fucking play with me? Why you fucking play with me? Why you play with me, Asian? Why you play with me? Why the fuck you play with me? Why you play with me? Why the fuck you play with me? So, I'm posing a question. Is the Mexican... I think domestic violence is wrong. But if you want a motherfucker in the dough, Bitch, don't step past my threshold if you think you finna come in here playing with me. Cause I'm gonna beat your ass. Cause that's how the person I am off back. See, I let my Why are you know so that. loud? Oh my goodness gracious, you're gonna break the goddamn. Because that's just how I feel. Like, I let motherfuckers know, like, I'm crazy. Don't come in here thinking you about to play with me. Cause nine times out of ten, you might get your ass beat. And then I'm gonna call the police and act like you put your hands on me. You are toxic, and I disagree with everything you just said. And that's fine. <laughs> that is absurd. But I did. I see. I saw a lot of people agreeing with you. They was just like, in same sex relationships, especially with two niggas, it's not fighting. I mean, it's not domestic violence. It's just two niggas selling and beef. And I disagree with that because if a nigga put his hands on me, I'm sending you right to jail. And I'm not even joking about that. I grew up in a domestic household. A, dom- a household with domestic violence So I don't play that shit I, yeah. I can spot the signs I know when you start acting crazy That this is finna be cut off right now Cause you're not finna start putting your hands on me Cause I'm gonna send you to jail The last nigga that put his hands on me Was my daddy And we went to court about the situation I'm sending you to jail You know honestly I'm being funny I don't think I will put my hands on somebody Cause I wouldn't want nobody to put my hands on them and you know, growing up as a child, I went through the same thing and it was bad, like really bad. Yeah. And when I grew up, I just always told myself, like, if I'm going to be in love with somebody, I'm going to be in love with them because they love me and, you know. Treat me right, right. and respect me. And not beating me half to fucking death, black in my eyes. And then you want to know, tell me that I'm beautiful. Bitch, I was beautiful before you gave me this black eye. Now I'm ugly. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do the domestic thing. I don't, I don't even like arguing. I, I got to be so mad at you for me to raise my voice and want to argue with you. It, it's gonna take a lot. So, let alone having you put your hands on me. Not only are we gonna be fighting because we are two niggas. You're not just gonna hit me, but I'm gonna send you to jail. I had now, mind you, Darrell, my you know my walls are made of paper mache. I had these two gay niggas that lived up under me. Your booty hole walls. Cut his mic off. Somebody cut his mic off. I had these two niggas. I feel like I told you this before. I had two nah, niggas that live under me. I used to fight all the time. Yeah, Freddie House is a kid, especially on Sundays. His next door neighbors, <laughs> they get up and they have a whole gospel concert. Then they go to. R. Kelly. And then they go to Anita Baker. <laughs> then they go back to God. And then they go to SZA. Then they go to City Girls. And then they go back to Marvin Sapp. <laughs> it just be like, baby, what in the devil is going on? So, um, this was like early in the year, late last year. Two gay niggas, they used to always fight, right? 
So one morning I woke up, it was like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. All I heard was, you tried to, you tried to bust my nose. Something. They was, they was fighting in the bathroom. Um, he was like, I woke up. I, so he ended up calling the police and I, I heard the police out there. Of course, I was nosy, so I was looking out the window. I, I called my sister on FaceTime. Like, look at this ghetto shit. She was having with one of them. That's why they got into it, y'all. She was what? <laughs> you was having with one of them. That's why they got into it. I, I had never even seen them. I don't even know what they looked like. You be- know that'd be crazy before the altercation that they had outside. You know that'd be so crazy. Gay people that stay in the same building as you, you never really see them. And until. plus, I was. Here first, so I'm like the original gay. So it's like y'all, I'm the supreme. Y'all not even supposed to be here. I honestly like to (laughs) me when people other gays stay in the same building as you. It's like you don't really see them until like they moving out or they fighting their boyfriend. Right. So anyway, let me finish my story. Go ahead, daughter. Um, they got into a fight. Apparently, the the abusive one, um. Well, I guess decided to wake up and hit the other one in the in the nose. So his nose was bleeding when they was outside. The other boy he ended up going to jail. I kid you not. A couple days later, the boy that called the police on his other on his boyfriend for busting his nose and shit, he had cleared the whole apartment out. My the blind. I'm talking about. He took the blinds. This apartment right here. When you when we walk up and there's no blinds, that was their apartment. He took the blinds. He moved completely out. So I guess the other boy got out of jail and he came back and he bust the windows and they had to change the locks in the whole building because of this shit. And I wanted to tell him like, ain't nobody tried to break in here. That was just a disgruntled ex <laughs> who right. thought he was coming home out of jail to his house and he came home to change locks and no blinds. So I say all that to say domestic whoa, violence whoa, is not cute. Whoa, whoa. So the boyfriend moved all his stuff out and he changed the He moved out. The, the the management company changed the locks. Okay. He, they changed everybody's locks in the building. But I guess he came home and thought like he was still going to be here. There's nothing here for you, baby girl. I moved out. You busted my nose. And now you come back and you busted the window. This is why I left you. So I wouldn't be surprised if they still together. But he definitely came home to <laughs> nothing. So I wonder where did he move to that fast? I, I want to know too, because how the fuck did he get out of his lease? Well, you know you can pay to get out your lease. You can, but where did she come up with a coin like that for that? Right. Fast? If you're listening, you're going to jail because I feel like you committed some fraud to do it. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't do that domestic violence stuff, and not not to give too much of my family's business, but my daddy almost killed my mom at one point in time. Like I, I, I'm very serious about. Don't you raising your voice at me? We not talking right now. We're not gonna do that. Yeah, we don't have I a regular conversation. Way. This is when I knew. This is what I knew that I would. This is when I knew that niggas don't give a fuck about the person that they dating, or people in relationships in general. When one day, my mother, I think she was like six months pregnant at the time. When she was running down the stairs on the third floor of where we stayed at, pregnant, trying to get away from her boyfriend at the moment, which is my little brother, Daddy, to the point where, like, she was in the alley on the floor. He was kicking her in the stomach, punching her and all of that. And I just, right then and there, I just said, you know what, if this is what love is. I don't never want it. You will never catch me in love. 
And it's just like, I want to really know what be going through people's heads that they constantly accept these people back. Like, I I think, um, well, I don't know for a fact, but because it's this, easier said than done to just because believe. things like that in my household happen multiple times, mm-hmm. and it and I think it, the last straw was. Because I never liked him because one day he put his hands on me. And this is my first time speaking about this, actually. He put his hands on me and, like, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was, like, 10.30 at night. I was laying in my bed. I slept on the top bunk. I was laying in my bed. And we was watching TV and he was coming out the kitchen. And when you come out the kitchen, you had to, like, walk past, like, my bed well our room because at the time like you know yeah so um he had to walk past my bed and like he had said something like faggot and I was like bitch that's why I don't (laughs) like your ass now and this man literally took his five fingers whole hand the whole palm of his hand and smacked the shit out of me do you know that it took my mama a whole hour to plead her case and to let to tr- consistently tell me like he's sorry he didn't mean to do it he didn't mean to do it he didn't mean to do it when I tell you at the time I was ready to use all of my minutes on my Nokia phone that my grandma had bought me wow this was a very long time ago that my grandma had bought me because I was gonna call my daddy my uncle my granddaddy my cousins. Every motherfucker I could think of. Because I wanted his ass beat. Dead. And I still to this day want his ass beat. Because he got to a point one time. Where this man came through the third floor window. Like Spider-Man. Into our house. And he took my red Game Boy SP. And threw it at my mama. And I came home to a broken game. And and as I think about it, because we cool now, I need to tell that motherfucker to buy me a new game. Ah, do they make the same game that he broke still? He better find it somewhere. (laughs) Or he going back to jail. (laughs) I don't, my thing is, even with kids, I don't see how people can get so angry at another human being that you would want to hit them first. You have to, you have to hit yeah, me so. Yeah, because I used to honestly think to myself growing up as a child, like, why am I getting my ass beat? Like, like you can I, just literally talk to me. Like, I know I did something. That, okay, like, this one time. I ain't gonna lie, some kids need their ass whooped. Now, this one time, me personally, I think my I needed my ass whooped, but it was like, damn. My grandma is really wearing my ass out. <laughs> And I remember like it was yesterday, I remember the outfit and all that I had on a gray starter jogging suit. Crew neck, jogging pants, white hang socks, and I had on a pair of Spider-Man tidy whities what they called them back in the day when we were little. Prison. And we were playing Candyland, and my cousin was about to win. I said, I cannot let this bitch beat me. I took my foot off of the floor and I kicked her in the stomach really hard. Yo, grandmama? No, I kicked my cousin in the stomach. Oh, I'm about to say you want to hell. And then, you know, the preparing of the cry where you like about to do that big cry. Mm-hmm. 
my cousin was finna do it, and I'm like, shut up, because you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> that bitch was like, ah! I was like, oh my God, because my grandma was literally in the kitchen watching TV, smoking a cigarette. She, all I heard was, what the fuck going on in there? She put the cigarette out, and she came in there. And I never thought that a pair of clothes could rip off of me so fast. <laughs> she had ripped the shirt off of me. Oh, my goodness. And the pants. And my grandma, she beat me for, like, a good 15 minutes. My ass was on fire. That's child abuse. It got to the point where my <laughs> fucking fingers was hurting because you know how you move your hand. This hand is not moving. I never. I I, I only got two whoopings as a kid. It's like my grandma used to whoop me, but then afterwards it was like, "Oh, you want a bag of chips?" Don't you don't try to be nice to me. Yeah. You don't offer me some just instead of apologizing for beating my ass and possibly being like I should. I, if I was, I would have called the police on her. <laughs> My grandma is whooping me. Please come and arrest her. She's trying to kill me. This is why I don't believe in hitting kids. Because even though some kids need their ass whooped, I just feel like... I was one of them kids. I'm not going to lie. I was one of them kids that needed my ass whooped as a child. Now, I I do agree that some kids might need a little knuckle upside the head. But, like, some people take it too far. It goes from whooping to, like, you just... You trying to beat this kid. Like, this a grown nigga. And that's not how that's supposed to go. No, I feel like I needed my ass whooped as a child. And I never forget, like... it. I, or do you feel like you were conditioned to believe that you needed your ass? No, nah, honestly, I think I used to need... It was, like, literally... In grammar school, it was... I had this teacher named Miss Harris. It was, like, for two weeks consistent. She was calling my house every day. And my Snitching grandma, on you? Yeah, my grandma had told me that last day. She called the house today. I've been letting you get a pass. I'm being your ass. Well, <laughs> I ain't finna get my ass whooped, so I'm finna behave in class. No, nah, I got in trouble anyway. And she called our house, but nobody was at home, so she left a voicemail. So, I got out of school before my grandma got off work. We got out of school at 1.45. My grandma got off work at 4. The phone used to hang over the... Hang on the wall. My grandma was to mop the day before and didn't pour the mop water out. This is God's planning. I walked past that phone that day when I got home and I knocked it right in the motherfucking mop water. <laughs> <laughs> And my grandma came home. She said, well, what happened to the phone? I said, oh, I was running and tripped and knocked it in the mop water. She was like, you stay your ass in the house all fucking day. Perfect. That's I fine. I stay in the fucking house all day and get my ass whooped <laughs> for her calling you to tell on me. A scammer at a young age. Basically. And then... Another thing that was bad in grammar school is having... A cousin in the classroom with you. Me and my cousin was playing in class one day. And he had, was like did something. And I faked like I was going to stab him with the scissors. And my teacher at the time. Her name was Miss Nettles. Her ass you stank too. 
That bitch called us and she was like, I'm calling your mother. Me, I was like, girl, I don't care. <laughs> we just playing. This is my cousin. I wasn't stabbing for real. You, your stinky ass doing too much. <laughs> and I told her that. <clears throat> Me thinking she didn't have my mama number because my mama always used to change her number and grandma's and when I on my emergency contact. Meanwhile, your mama was going up there when you weren't looking and giving the people her number. Right. So she dialed the number and started ringing. I said, bitch. <laughs> Sitting in class, doing work. Next thing I know, somebody was at the door standing there with a belt. Mm-mm-mm. It was my mama. She said he's getting an early dismissal. We got in the house. My mama, she didn't even let me take my coat off. She beat my ass in my coat. Me thinking, cool, the coat was going to protect me from filling the lashes. Absolutely not. Baby, that motherfucking coat pissed me off because it's like it hurt it more. <laughs> my ass was in that motherfucking room spinning around on that floor. Not Matilda. I gave you break dancer. <laughs> I don't know how we got all the way over there, but um, I th- I think you you had asked like why people won't leave. I think it's yeah. easier said than done. And also, I think like the previous generation and generations before that, they were just uh, accustomed to thinking that if a man hits you, he loves you. <coughs> and I've heard like women say that in movies and shit, and I've heard people say that in real life too. But like, and the only somebody putting their hands they, on you is not love. <clears throat> only reason why I think they feel that way is because like you know them great 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 grandmas used to tell them that. Yeah, because they didn't have they they couldn't do anything. First of all, as women, they couldn't do anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as women, they couldn't do any. Darrell just showed me some bullshit. Uh, we, they couldn't do anything on their own. They, it was hard. It was harder for them to get jobs, or they they would just like relish to being like the housewife. So you had to stay home, take care of the kids. So if you didn't have a man, what were you gonna be able to do for yourself? So if he hit you, what you not gonna leave him? Because you still gotta take care of you and the kids in the house, and you need to make sure y'all are comfortable. So I think a lot of women were stuck on that for a while, but now nowadays women are boss bitches and they are taking care of themselves and they don't need no nigga but some women just don't know what love is they think love might be getting putting their hands on yeah my mama used to think that for a long time and now she was screaming a minute i don't need a nigga for nothing i don't need this my man got two jobs come on rochelle um so i'm just gonna read some quick statistics about same sex and uh domestic violence 44% 44% of lesbian women, 61% of bisexual men experience rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner in their lifetime. Ain't compared, no such thing as my man raping me. Compared to 35% of hetero, heterosexual women. Well, we can we can breeze on, on that real quick. There is a such thing as your man raping you. If you don't want to have sex and he decides he wants to have sex with you, that's rape. If no, he it ain't having, a moment in time where I don't want to have sex. That's fine. But I, if, if he... Now, if I don't want to bottom at the time, bitch, you rape me. I'm done with you. If he, if y'all start with a condom and he pulled the common condom off, that's rape. So I'm if you listening, you my man, we not using no condom. 
if you listening, you raped me, and I might press charges. Bitch. Um, and I'm a witness. I think that's called stealthing, if I'm not mistaken. Like, when you stealth somebody, you take the condom off mid-sex without them knowing. Don't do that shit. Um, 26% of gay men and 37% of bisexual men experienced rape, physical violence, someone. and or stalking by an intimate partner in their lifetime. And nearly half of stalking victimizations against males were also perpetuated by males. Perpetrated by males. Perpetrators of other forms of violence against males were mostly female. Male rape victims and male victims of non-contact unwanted sexual experiences reported predominantly male perpetrators. So those are some interesting steps. So I just, uh, first of all, the numbers are too high. Very. I had somebody, speaking of taking up a condom off, I had somebody that I was having sex with before. We had to stop because I had to go get some weed from the weed man. Mm -hmm. And he had to take his condom off because he had to pee. And yes, he tried to put the same condom back on. Are we talking about the same person? Yeah. Okay. You're a rapist, and I'm not cutting this out the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, he's gonna sue us. <laughs> it's the truth. It is. So you can. I mean, it's my word against yours, but I mean, whatever. Let's two against it. one, bitch. Let's you want to go to jail or you want to fight? Let's 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 get into ask the boys. Y'all still haven't sent us any questions. It's totally fine. I do have a scenario from a show that I listen to called Purple Panties. It's on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. It's a podcast about this podcast by Zane. You know Zane. <laughs> yes, I do. I used to watch that as a child when I shouldn't have been. Watch it or read it. Watch it. She had a show. You never watched Zane Sex Chronicles on HBO? No. Remember the dude from... Uh, I used to watch Talk Sex with Sue Johansson. No, you remember the you dude from... You know that from, old lady? Yeah. <laughs> you remember the dude from uh, I Love New York? Name started with a B. Ball head. I know what he looked like now that you just described him, yeah. Buddha? Yes, Buddha. Yeah, he was on there. Oh, Okay. It was like that porn that you know the tape was in the front and Soft it was through in one minute. Yeah, that porn. So she has a podcast called Purple Panties. It's about this, these lesbian triangles all over the place. I'm not gonna spoil the show, but there was a scenario, a situation on the show where you one of talking about lesbians because you are one. I love bottom on bottom action. I think it's beautiful. I love bumping pocketbooks with other bottoms. Mm. He tried to bump purses with me before. And did um, purple panties. Uh, so one of the situations on the show, me and Darrell are not fucking. We never have. Okay, so I want y'all to get or are we? You have something you want to tell the people? Moving right along. The world would never know. We um, we may have bum purses before. Don't tell the people. Or that. we may have not. Don't lie. Um, so there was this one couple. One of the girls. A girlfriend invited her ex over to stay because she was visiting in the town. And she invited her over and she asked her girlfriend. And she was like, please, could she come stay with us? And the girlfriend, she, first, she wasn't really feeling it. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't like, this This is not, I'm not comfortable with this. But she gave in, let us stay. But she didn't know that the girl that was coming was the her girlfriend's ex. I heard a real life situation like this before. Yeah. So the girl ended up staying. And after the girl left, 
she found out that they were actually exes. They had dated for a few years in college. So my question is, how would you react? First of all, if your boyfriend asked you if one of their friends that you don't know about, if they could come stay over for a couple of days while they visit the city, how would you react? Absolutely fucking not. In my house where I pay the rent and the bills? My thing is, if this not a friend that I know, if this not Kevin that I already know about that you hang with, yes, I always use this name. Or if this ain't <laughs> Derek that I already know about, bitch, Ben ain't about to come up in my house out of nowhere coming from Texas and want to come kiki with you. He can get a motherfucking hotel and y'all can kiki then. But you gonna trail lightly going to that hotel too, baby boy. Because <laughs> I'm gonna beat you and Ben ass if I find out y'all bumping. Okay, how would you react if you found out afterwards that Ben was actually his ex? See, then, that's when he getting the fuck out. And he better hope Ben ain't went back home because he going with him. <laughs> and that's some period. First of all, this is why I will not live with nobody unless we're married or damn near married. Cause don't even put me in that situation. If we are to, if we are boyfriend and boyfriend, we gonna have our separate apartments. And you be like, my friend is gonna come stay with me for a few months. I be like, who is this friend? Oh, it's Ben. Oh, I, you never. Who is you never told me about Ben? I never met her. So what are you guys gonna do? That's gonna blow me. Even though it's not my house, and you let Ben come stay over your house, I'm gonna feel some type of way about that, and I might just be over your house the whole time. Ben is there. Basically, because I just feel like if this was really if this was right, if this was really your friend, you would have told me about Ben. And then if I once I found out afterwards that Ben was actually your ex, that's why you didn't tell me that you had a friend named Ben because this ain't really your friend. It's your ex. We that might be. I don't know if we're gonna break up over that, but we're gonna have a lot of beef about that. And I don't want to give away the show, but. The girlfriend was justified in not one homegirl to come stay at her house. But she ain't wrong at all. Um, I have another scenario. So I was listening to The Breakfast Club. Um, and they were doing Ask Ye. And this lady called in and asked Angela a question. I'm going to play the clip. Um, I have a question for Ye. Um, Ye okay. has been dealing with someone... For about six months now, and um, we have kind of a long distance relationship. He lives in New Jersey, I live over here in New York. The thing is, um, I only see him on the weekends, and when we're together, it's great, but during the week, I don't see him at all, and we barely talk. It's mostly, you know, we talk via text because mm-hmm. he's not a person that likes to be on the phone too much. And so I brought <laughs> What does that even mean? He doesn't like. Now, by the way, New Jersey and New York are not that far, so it's not like it's a long distance. Yeah, no, no, it's not. But, you know, I just, you know, I have my kids, I have my life, I have my family here in New York. So it's kind of hard mingling both of our, you know, my life with his together. So it's just, you know, and the fact that I'm just going through some rough times right now, Mm -hmm. I don't feel really supported by him. Right. Because he just doesn't like to talk on the phone, so everything is via text. So I just feel like it's really impersonal mm-hmm. and when i brought it to his attention he just feels like i'm making a big thing out of nothing so i just wanted to know what you thought about that so what do you think about that Darrell? first of all if a nigga tell me that they don't want to talk on the phone they just want to text <laughs> <laughs> bitch 
You got a blast. Got a blast. Like what? What type of? How am I going to get to know you via text message, bitch? How? Okay. <laughs> we have to talk on the phone. I need to know if you sound like. And everybody has iPhones. Like. We need to be on that FaceTime. Yeah. And if you don't have an iPhone, I'm gonna download the Uvu app. We gonna, we gonna do something. Basically, because if a nigga regular call me, I don't even answer it at this point. I don't even. I I hate regular phone calls. And if I have a regular phone call, I I'm on speaker with it. I'm and I legit hate phone up to my phone ear. calls also because I'm with Sprint. So baby. I can't be on my I can't be on the internet while I'm right. on the phone. Boy, <laughs> we not doing that. I need to be able to I access I my Instagram be, and this phone call. Period. I need to be able to if you tell me you hard, I need to be able to see it. Sidebar, I'm kinda over FaceTime sex. Like when first time first started coming out, I was like, Yeah, let's FaceTime sex. But I'm a, like um, I'm a phone sex like aficionado. Yeah, you talking on the phone with me telling me what you want to do, not gonna work. Yeah, that, no, but it works for me. I like to use my imagination. That's because you're sick. <laughs> I've been having phone sex since I was... Two. Eleven. Yeah. I was on the party lines at eleven. See, I didn't call them lines because I felt like it was going to charge my grandma's phone bill extra. No, I called the free ones. I made sure they was free. And then the, some of them had like free trials for like an hour. So I would be on there for an hour. Make sure I get my nut. In that hour. At 11? Yeah. You was nothing at 11? 11, 12. And I remember the age because I remember where we were living at the time. And I know how old I was. I used to get my life to real sex. I used to love when they put the gay scenes on there. Yes. And I would, at the time me and my sister were sharing rooms, I would have to make sure she was asleep. And I would turn it down real low. (laughs) And then as soon as I hear a little creak outside the door... Flipping back to Nickelodeon. Period. George Lopez. <laughs> George Lopez was definitely on at them hours. No shade. That's what I used to fall asleep to. Like yeah. George Lopez and stuff like yeah. that. I used to watch Real Sex as a child. They used to get my rocks off. And then it was like the Bunny Ranch. You know what Lamar Odom got caught at? Lamar, Lamar Odom said they tried to kill him. Which I, I don't I don't I don't have no reason not to believe that. He said hmm. the owner tried to kill him. Oh, I was going to say, I know. Not the bunnies. Because I was going to say, because this camera's in those rooms. Yeah, no. Um, so back to this girl. She said they've been together for six months. He doesn't like talking on the phone. And I don't know if I played that part in the clip, but she went on to say that he only wants to talk on the weekends. He doesn't like talking during the week. Girl, what? So my thing yeah, is, baby girl, he's bitch. probably married. Or he's like a psychopath. Like, who doesn't want to talk on the phone to somebody they're dating? And she said she considers they had the conversation. Like, they're like boyfriend and girlfriend. Bitch, we can't even be friends if you don't want to talk on the phone. Yeah. I mean, I do have friends who I don't FaceTime and I only text. But, like, but you I don't see ch- them often. Right. Like, right. that's my friend friend. Like, right. But I'm not talking to no nigga via text all the time. Like, when we going to go out? He, according to this girl, he don't want to go out with her except for on the weekends. He don't want to talk on the phone except for on the weekends. He barely wants to talk on the phone at all, so he's mostly texting her. So I don't know how she can consider that her boyfriend, but according to her, that's what the situation is. I, that that would never happen for me because I like to communicate. Um, if I'm trying to get to know somebody, I, I want us to 
text of you know we can text throughout the day we don't have to text all day but we can text throughout the day definitely don't go a whole day without texting me because then it's over it's a wrap you might as that i just saw a post on twitter it was like um if you go all day without texting me go some more because that's a no call no show Bitch. you're fired <laughs> you're done yeah because i'm never mind I, I definitely and I definitely want to like FaceTime like we can definitely have a conversation even though I might have you on pause or looking at the ceiling most of the time I'm that this is when I this is when I I'm know that girl on FaceTime really, I don't want to look at yeah, the phone. Me too. but this is when I know a really a nigga really like you if when you the moment you put them on pause why the fuck you got me on pause Bitch, that's on you now. Why I'm looking at the ceiling, bitch? Cause I look a mess, okay? But yes. I want to talk to you anyway. Yeah, I love when I say I look a mess, and um, a nigga be like, "You look good to me." And sometimes I be saying it on purpose. Oh, I'm cute. <laughs> What's cute, sweetie? <laughs> What's big? Um, Darrell, you have a question from somebody that they did not send into the email that they sent to your personal inbox, but it's on hang. Yeah, so my friend, he wanted me to ask this question. Shout out to your friend. Um, friend, if you're listening, send us emails next time, okay? We ask boysnextdoor at gmail.com. That's boys with a Z at gmail.com. Okay. He wanted me to ask this question. He wanted to ask me this question and he wanted me to answer. I told him I wasn't going to answer it. I told him Freddie was going to answer it. Okay. Because, yeah. It's not giving up? No, not for me. It said, do you think gay relationships are truly meant to last? Because most of them don't. That's a tough question. That is that is a tough question. Because I don't even just put gay relationships in that category. I put relationships regardless. Because my thing is <clears throat> my thing is in general, me as a person and whoever I may be dating right now or whoever I may consider dating or whatever. I don't want to get married. And the reason why I say I don't want to get married. You said you don't want to get married? Yeah. And the reason why I say it may change once I get older or something. Yeah, because we still young. Of course, we don't want to get fucking married. And I say I don't want to get married because I feel like in this day. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody is texting. This something somebody just messaged me. They're going straight to fucking jail. Let me see. (laughs) Because <laughs> it's glamour. Bitch, put them in solitary. Wow. But only reason why I say I, at this age, maybe it, when I get older, maybe it may change. But I don't want to get married because it's like you don't know people's agendas. Yeah. Like, my thing is, we've been dating for 10 years. Cool. We 
define dating as boyfriend and girlfriend. Totally. But the moment we decide to get married. I feel like that's when shit gonna start falling apart. Next week, you ready to get a divorce and ready to stop talking to me. That will put me in a hole of depression that I don't want to go with. I feel like a lot of people who get married young don't realize what a commitment marriage is. And I, mo- first of all, I, I do feel like... Especially these three and six month relationships that yeah. y'all been in and y'all getting married the third day and stuff. It's, it's a child. Like daughter. It's a child. Daughter. Um, <laughs> niece. What are you doing? I feel like most people, probably 99% of the people don't know what marriage is. Even straight people, they don't know what marriage is until they get married. So people jump into marriage and think, oh, it's going to be white picket fence. It's not going to be that it's all the me. time. And then they want to get divorced. That's why you could have just stayed boyfriend and girlfriend because you could break up with no with no paperwork Basically. and you ain't got no, no ties to me, to each other. in 2019, I just feel like gays, straights, non-binaries in between i just feel like y'all out here getting married for the pictures and the grand the pictures and the ceremonies yeah and they don't care about the commitment and the ring because y'all really ain't out here paying for nothing in 2019 anyway with y'all scamming ass (laughs) i i do feel like people get married for the optics and not for the heart when i if, if i ever do get married which is not totally out of the question for me, but it, it's gonna be a long time from now. Um, Ciao. I probably it probably won't even be nobody at my wedding. Basically, I, I might get married at the courthouse. I honestly think I'm gonna be just like this couple that called my phone the other day at work, and I think Granny was 84, <laughs> and she was like, and then the person who was working for her was like, yeah. Ben talked to her from time to time when uh, he's here, but he's not here today. I said, oh, well, half her her husband called me when he... No, this not her husband. They just been uh, together for 34 years. See, I, I said, bitch, I and she 84? Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Me neither. Now, I do, now at 84, y'all might as well go on and tie the knot if y'all been together for 30 years yeah. because like somebody got to take over something when somebody died. But I just feel like sis on the same page as me. Yeah. Also, like type of bitch I am. You need like a power of attorney and shit at that age. Yeah, type of bitch I am. If I'm not like I have it right now, if something not getting left to my mama or one of my cousins or something or my sister or somebody, it don't matter. Cause bitch, if I am married and I decide to pass away, as soon as I give me some money, I'm making me a will. But some did when I decide to pass away, you think I'm leaving some money for my husband? Or a wife? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Um, you think I'm leaving some money for them? So they can spend it on the next bitch? Hell fucking no. You are ruthless. I do think gay. Wow, so you gonna leave millions of dollars for him to buy the next bitch something? That's not my business. If I really love somebody, I want them to be happy even if I'm not with them. Fuck that. To death do us part and bitch. You died, so y'all are apart now. After death too. Okay, bitch, you're ridiculous. To answer the person's heaven, question, uh, you get to heaven, oh my god. Bitch, I'm being your ass. <laughs> to move to That's answer to answer the person's question, 
I do think gay relationships can last, but I think all relationships in this day and time, gay, straight, whatever the situation is, so fickle. Like you're, it's, you're gonna be hard pressed to find somebody that you can like be with for a very long time, and not have them betray you in such a way that makes you want to leave them. And not even just cheating, because I was listening to, I was watching Red Table Talk, and and Jada was saying like. Will has never cheated on her, but there have been so many betrayals of the heart that it was just like it, it basically she was saying like it made it hard for her to stay sometimes. And it's just like I think any relationship can fail, any relationship can last. But in regards to gay relationships specifically, like I just feel like because it's different with women, right? Women got to deal with niggas. Mm-hmm. All all men are pretty much the same. So it's like men are like physical creatures. They they just want to tap everything. They want to they want to touch every un. Yeah. They want to turn over every stone that hasn't been unturned. You know what I'm saying? Every hole. So you got two gay niggas in a relationship. Imagine both of them having that mindset. It's gonna be a <coughs> lot of problems. Yeah, I feel the same way. But to answer your question. I thought you weren't answering the question. I'm going to answer it. <laughs> but to answer the question, I do think relation, gay relationships can last. They can. Depending on if we see eye to eye and understand how, you know, things are supposed to go in this relationship. I, I personally don't. Even if we have them bends with the good hair that's trying to come through the cracks of the corner, trying to, you know, get one of us to cheat. But it, cause we got some men out here, and we got some women out here too. So we ain't gonna leave y'all out. That'll tell you in a minute. I ain't about to do shit with you because the person that I'm deeply in love with resides at home where I stay at. And I'm so that. Get the I'm fuck that. Fuck out of my face. And I'm that same way when I'm in a relationship or seriously talking to somebody because it's just like. I don't give a fuck if I've been talking to this person for a hundred years. I'm still in love with this person and I'm still liking this person. And can't no bitch change yet. Can't no bitch change yet. We can have sex every day. But you know when we have sex every day, it's going to be something different. And Sex is better when you like somebody. Seriously. Yeah. And people be saying, and I don't understand people when they be like... I'm tired of dating a person I'm dating, so I feel like I need to cheat. No, you can just leave. You can leave because me, in my opinion, if I'm dating somebody for a long time and we just dating years and years and years, what people don't realize is when you dating somebody, you meet a new person in this person every day. You learn something new about this person every day mm-hmm. that you didn't know the next day. Yeah. And that's what turned you on more and more to this person. Yeah, you. I, I don't think you'll ever truly know somebody. That's why when you with somebody, it sh- you should always be continuing to learn about them. Yeah, like the relationship I, becomes stagnant. That's when shit starts to get boring. Motherfuckers want to cheat. Yeah, and I told, I actually told somebody this before. I said if it was left up to me, I would still be dating the first guy that I ever met in 2014 when I was leaving college. Had they not played that ball head whole shit ass game. I, I have I have somebody I used to date that I feel like I would still be with right now if he never tried me. 
Because I'm the type of person, like, I don't want to stop dating you, even if something bad happens. Yes, like, like well, we could just work this out. Even like, if something fuck? bad happened, like, when I was dating that person, like, multiple things happened. But it's just like, I understand that happened, but it's like, I really like you, so I'm going to give you a pass. But then it got no, to... No, wait, I ain't giving no passes, but... Yeah. No, it's like, I'm going to give you a pass, we're going to work this out, we're going to get past this. But then I got to a point where it was like, okay, bitch, you drinking too much dumb bitch juice. <laughs> and he just really out here doing his shit, bitch. Just pay yeah. it at this point. So I, I guess the moral of the story is a gay relationship can last. It just depends on how y'all souls tie together. So I want to introduce a new segment that we're going to be doing on the show. It's called Confessions. I don't have a that's the working title. I don't have a real title for this segment unless the real got something up his sleeve. Um it's called Confessions. We can I, actually call it Bitch What Happened. Okay. That might work. The bitch what happened confessions. Okay, whatever. So I asked I set up a curious cat because I knew y'all weren't gonna email me, so I had to put it on Twitter so y'all can get with the program. So y'all can just like send me your deepest, darkest confessions. I won't judge. I just want you to confess your sins to me. I'll go first. I have a confession that I used to have a crush on um, Neil Patrick Harris and Anderson Cooper. <clears throat> That's as deep as I'm going this week. <laughs> okay. You had a confession to real? I have a confession. I used to think it was bad to watch porn before church. And I also used to think it was bad to do anything sexual on Sunday before church, after church, or anything. So, basically, what I'm saying is, on Sundays, I never did anything sexual. Cause and I thought now you're the biggest hole in town on Sundays. Let's not talk about self. <laughs> um, so, I got some questions in my Curious Cat. If you're not following me on Twitter, please do so. At Blackberry without the A. So, that's B L C C. B R R Y. Um, and you can do this anonymously. We will have an email set up eventually. So, um, and I'm reading these. These are mad funny. I didn't have no time to like go through this beforehand. So, one confession I have is uh, the feet shit gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> and bitch, it's not. It's if you not. don't like it, I'll follow him. Um, we gonna we gonna get into our kinks on another episode, but I do have a foot fetish. I do too, and it's not going anywhere, beloved. Um, but if it's some ugly ass feet, keep that shit over there. Yeah. Um, another confession. I mean, this these y'all are not sending me confessions. This bitch about to break the bottle of Capriccio, trying to get drunk and shit. Oh, you froze it. I don't. The real. I don't want no more than that. I'm driving. Oh my god. Um, this one says you mad, cute, and funny, and chocolate as fuck, but I don't think I don't even think I really stand a chance. Uh, you probably don't. You never know. Shoot your shot. No, don't do it. Shoot your shot. She date fucking. Oh, okay. I'll read this one. Tentacle looking motherfuckers. Uh, another one says suck my toes while hope while while our hoes gripping and farting. That's sound lit. Yeah, it do. But did you see that video gripping and farting and squirting and farting? Did you see that? No. I'm going I'm to play it. What's up, Nicki Minaj? 
sitting here fantasizing by laying you on your stomach and tuning that big old red ass up and spirit and folding the big old red ass cheeks and long digging that pussy till it's squirting and farting, squirting and farting, squirting and farting. Got that dookie hole soaking wet, soaking wet, soaking wet. You throwing that back and it's gripping and hugging, gripping and hugging, gripping and hugging the dick. No making it grip and fart, grip and fart, grip and fart. Um, whoever you is, if he don't want to do it, DM me, I'll do it. Well, we can all three of us. We can. Have a little fun. In the sun. Um, let me see. What else we got? Oh. I done lost three pills. This is an actual confession, I think. This says, I have a serious porn addiction. It's affecting me mentally and financially. Wow. Girl, you better stop subscribing to them motherfucking OnlyFans and get your ass on my Instagram um, porn hub and shit. It says, I know I should stop, but when I'm horny, all common sense goes out the window until the nut, then I feel stupid and ashamed. That was kind of, that was a lot. <laughs> I can I can relate because I did the math and I spent about $60 in between like OnlyFans, Just for Fans, subscribe place <laughs> like all the subscription because yeah, my cash app is declining right now because it's steady trying to take famous out of my account that it's not getting because i don't want to subscribe back to them you can turn it off the subscriptions that you want to you don't want to subscribe i to. did that's why i don't know why they're trying to take the money out of you um i can relate to so this solidifies that we are talking about porn on the next episode um yes uh i love porn me too I, I can I can relate to that and um I don't know if it's affecting me mentally anymore cuz now I'm in a I I I know what porn's place is and I know how to keep it in its place. I um, know who I will forever subscribe to. It's not it's not affecting me financially as bad as it could be, but I do spend money on porn even though I was always that girl who's like I'm never paying for porn. Now I pay for porn. And uh, I do get to the point where, like, when I'm horny, like, I don't think about nothing but getting my nut. And then after the nut, I'm like, why the fuck did I pay for that? Why the fuck did I just watch that? Like, I will watch some gutter, nasty-ass shit and be like, you are disgusting. Just be laying there with the nut on your chest like, look at this nasty shit. I can't believe I just watched this. That was a that was a really... Nah, me. I'm on the phone. I don't, I don't know what that is. You need to put my money back on my car. <laughs> I'm I'm disputing all these charges. Porn. I am a child of God. Well, those. That's it for the confessions this week. Um, I I really should set up an email so we can do this. But for now, just go on my Twitter and just pay attention to when I post the link to my curious cat, so you can just submit your anonymous confessions. Because I know some people are probably worried about um, their anonymity i think that's the word um when they send emails but you can get you a fake email girls they got the 10 minute mail.com or whatever it is um that's pretty much gonna wrap up this week's episode of boys next door this is a long episode too um please remember to rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, and you know listen to us on all the platforms um i don't know if we're going to be posting on soundcloud much longer because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pay for two hosts i'm just not gonna do it um 
follow us on the gram and on twitter at boys next door pod that's b-o-y-z next door p-o-d follow me on twitter at blackberry b-l-c-c-b-r-r-y and on instagram at b-l-a-c-c-b-r-r-y also i might slip up and link you girls to my foot page because i know y'all want to know some of y'all might know some of y'all might not Darrell, where can they follow you um, you can follow me on Instagram at trend underscore setter 18. Um, Twitter, you can follow me at off my off underscore my privates. How do I know your username if you don't? I was trying to see if it was a dash or an underscore. It's an underscore. Um, email us questions to askboysnextdoor at gmail.com. That's boys with a Z at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be here next week. Oh, yeah. Also, both of those accounts you can send news to. Same. Also, I just want to say really quick, by the time you're listening to this, Megatron by Nicki Minaj is out. I ended the last two episodes with one question. Where's Nicki Minaj? And she's here. I spoke her up. I did this. I did this for you all. I, I, am, I am the prophet that you read about in the Bible. Okay? All right. Bye. Yep. Hell, you're going. <laughs>